You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today, yes... She's already here. This is an amazing person right here. I mean, she's killing it. She's a a, a form scholarship holder, right, for Carol DeVille University of Medicine and Pharmacy. She's an entrepreneur, mental health coach. She's an author, a podcast host, humanitarian. Man, this lady's just killing her over the place. I'm talking about the one and only Roshni. You are with some. What's going on? Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Uh, I'm really honored to be here. <laughs> uh, no, look. So far, I have two guests that are so reserved. They're like, oh, my God, this guy has too much energy. What do I do? <laughs> Having great energy is excellent because not many people actually have it. So I get really excited when somebody has that flowing energy. I like really loud people. Hey, come to Florida. We'll party hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So introduce yourself, you know, a little bit about yourself. Where, first of all, where are you at right now at this moment? Um, yeah, France in, in Cote d'Azur. Yeah. Ooh. Are you originally from France, growing up in France? Where are you from originally? Uh, uh, I'm Sri Lankan. I was raised in a really strict culture. So I wasn't able to go out that much or have any relationships, just me and studying. But I was like quite, I think I was quite smart because by the age of three, I, I, I learned my mother tongue just by looking at my parents and their actions. And then uh, I was, my first language is English. And by the age of seven, I was juggling three languages with French because I thought French was more easier than German. So What? You thought French? Well, okay, wait a minute. Uh, okay, I could agree there. French definitely than German. Because I have a German uh, podcast, Chris Buse, that just released his first novel uh, this year. And yeah, there's some words. I'm like, why do you always sound angry? No, no, it's just how we talk. <laughs> <laughs> That is true, yeah. Right? I mean, damn, why are you screaming at me, buddy? Yeah, really, really long words. Yeah, so uh, talk about that journey then. You're talking about that you you have a very strict culture. I mean, what do you mean? I mean, because you were a female growing up in that culture, or is just a culture in general, regardless of whether you're male or female? It's, it's, uh, it's, I guess it's, it's a disadvantage if you are a female, because, uh, yeah, they put, like, they put us down like we can't be leaders we can't do anything except we're only uh, for the for cooking and cleaning and i don't like that uh, i'm much uh, more you than go that. exactly you're much more <laughs> thank you absolutely all, all all women are definitely much more than just that um so that's how it is out there in sri lanka i mean that's just part of the culture always been yeah it's the traditional part of the culture like oh, wow yeah, if you are raised with traditional people, that's how they think. Oh wow! And yeah, and it's it's a real struggle because um, they only learn when you learn when you grow up and you try taking different steps that nobody has taken before, and you start um, uh, like standing up for yourself okay. in in front of uh, all the alpha males out there. Oh, so you and, weren't taking no crap from anybody yeah. over there. That was what it was. You were a troublemaker, huh? <laughs> yeah. I want to do what I want to do. Excellent, I, I, as you should. 
yeah, I got, I used to call myself the world innovator from a really <laughs> young age. <laughs> That's good though. You, you see, you have the spirit in you to, to want to do better. Right. So because, uh, you know, reading your bio, you were talking about that in, in Sri Lanka, like there's only two professions that matter to them. And if you're not yeah. one of those two, you're nothing almost. Yes. So what are yeah. the two professions? Engineering, medicine. And that's it. So if you're not doing one of those, they, they, they look at you like you're less, seriously? Yeah, all law. Wow. All law, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Really? That's crazy. So growing up in that type of you know environment, if you will, as a young lady, and, and I see you in France. So obviously... You said no to that kind of stuff. Um, yes. When did you start being that bold to be like, this is not for me? Uh, it happened at the age of uh, 23, 24. And uh, I, I, I really took time to actually understand myself. Like, um, not like any other uh, person, I think. I took a really long time. And because I was raised by uh, my culture and I had to really unlearn everything and relearn everything. So I had to give myself time. And then um, I also was affected by depression and anxiety at one point. So then I realized that I'm definitely going the wrong way. And that's why I made a decision. And it was a really hard decision to make at that age, but I did it. So and so, how, how do they treat the depression and anxiety over there? Because I know here in the states, um, you walk in and they're like, "Oh, you're depressed. Here's some pills." <laughs> yeah, I mean, how how is it over fix. there? Yeah, it's always the quick fix. Even when you go to therapy, that's why I never wanted to go to go to therapy because I know they will give you like drugs. And yes. I was brought up. I was brought up like even without coffee, actually. Oh my I, god! Yeah, alcohol also. Uh, not that much. Like I can only take two glasses and I'm t- kind of tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't give away those secrets. There's going to be a lot of guys taking up like, Oh, Rosny, two drinks for Rosny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that is me. <laughs> no, awesome. Okay. But that's good. So you, and you still don't drink coffee? No, I don't even, oh, uh, wow. No, I don't drink coffee, but like uh, all the time, just, just once in a way, maybe. Because oh, wow. my parents, yeah, my parents drink coffee, oh. and even my sister drinks coffee. So yeah. Nah, I, then you then you you think I'm crazy? I go black, no sugar all the time. That's just how I drink it. I like to be awake. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's healthier, good. right? Thank you. Yeah, that's very healthy. That's what I'm trying to tell people. So talk about this whole journey of yours, right? Because um, you have experience in the medical field, and we was kind of talking briefly. So you did, you did step into that side of things you know but how long did you commit into that so um i i was there in the medical field for three years okay but those three years were like um i was pushing through and i was like it felt like i was living somebody else's dream you know Mm, mm, so it's just it's just you just knew then it just just wasn't for you. Yeah. So what are the steps that you take to kind of now escape from that world of medical and starting to do what you really wanted? What made you, you know, what was the day of inspiration? 
the day of inspiration actually it like i made the choice because i made i made the choice to choose to entrepreneurship because it will help my parents as well since they arrived to romania from french visa oh okay. so they came from french visa coincidentally so i was like i would make the change to be an entrepreneur and my dad um i i begged him not to do this but like he always thinks that i need to give my daughter the best so he said like the best university in france he put me to the best business university and i asked him no but uh, i hey I, that's a supportive yeah. parent kiddo many yeah. of us you know wish i mean i i was lucky enough to have supportive parents but many of us you know don't so to have that to say i'm going to give you the best hell yeah take it <laughs> hell yeah so i uh, like i took it and i was the best student to, uh, in the business management i went to the honors track and uh, i was also like all the teachers recommended me as a tutor and coach to other students as well oh wow and that's why i got into the coaching side of uh, stuff so now i tell, i kind of give them a direction in life because i realized that uh, a lot of students in the business sector have lost direction and um, i i wanted to change that and it's harder to change uh, people in the medical sector but it's easier to change the people in the business sector that's what i came to realization okay, and that's, yeah that's very smart because if you get to them then you get into the other ones yes <laughs> very good i see that you have a strategy there very nice yeah. i love it <laughs> so Just let me ask them because you know this is what we're kind of talking about. So how is how important is it to follow your heart that's going to lead you to your purpose in life? Because here you are, you, you, like since we started talking, you're talking about you not comfortable with what they were trying to make you fit into, yeah. And you decided like, not this is not my purpose. So yes. how important is that? Do you feel? Uh, the thing is that i was really i was bullied from a young age from age of 3 who bullied so, you yeah a lot of kids bullied me and they are the, How they dare the pop- they? popular kids and i i always wanted to help people when I, from a really young age um i have some i have had some really weird visions when i was a kid till now and um i in romania i met with an accident and there was a series of unfortunate events that also took place um and um in 2020 i had an awakening okay so i knew i was in the right path excellent because i am following my heart what i want to do and i'm fighting because like i know that people around me are not going to accept what i <laughs> what i want to do and so i try to educate them saying this is my way you can't tell me what's good for me because i already know what's good for me yes yes it's absolutely truth don't you hate when people try to tell you how to be you it's like you're yes. not me though like what's wrong with you <laughs> worry about yourself <laughs> exactly and the thing is that like my dad um uh, like my dad was so busy investing in his business um to actually settle in france as a family so since he was facing difficulty during the pandemic i decided to leave uni and uh, start my own business 
Oh, wow. And what's the name of this business? Talk about that. Folks, oh man, see, I had it all cool to show off the website, but because I'm using a company a little different, not a problem. However, though, I'm going to be sharing the website right there, taoac.net, folks. All right. So, Roshni, tell people about the greatness of this website and system here it's it's uh it's a preliminary stages of a really big plan it's uh, i'm going to restructure the current education system so everybody from age 15 and above keeps on learning everything they need to in their life because i think the current education system is not teaching us what we need to and how to survive our mission is to help our students solve third world problems I love it. Look at the passion behind it. So, so you know, what, what makes you passionate about, about that, though, and, and wanting to help people in that way? You know, what's the seed of that, truly? And the dig it's, deep, girl. <laughs> yeah. the, this seed is, this seed took place because I, I learned this from my life. And I, I, I am an academic, so... I have learned it coming all this way in my life that nobody ever gave me a direction, like um, a proper direction that especially suited me okay. because I was completely different to everybody else. And I was, I was willing to go down a difficult path no matter how difficult it was. I never give up. Great. great. Are you a Taurus? No. <laughs> no. What's your I'm sign? a Capricorn. I'm there a you Capricorn. Go. Yeah. Us, us earthbound ones are just very, you know, forward. I'm a Taurus, you see, earth. So, yes. so we're, yeah, we're definitely very strong and, and level, except don't, don't mess with us because, you know, we'll show you just like you showed everyone else by, yeah. by you know, opening your own business. So how does your family take that and your friends, though, when, when you said, you know what, I'm going to do this instead of that? Did anyone come yeah. up to you differently? And, and yeah, my friends, like, I would say the brown culture is quite different from the Western culture. And I am a merge of the two of some sort. So the thing is like, I'm making my lemons into lemonades. They are creating more lemons. Yeah. And for them, it's like the goal is too big. It's too scary. Ah, They don't have real vision. Only visionaries are not scared like you. That's not a visionary. Yeah. Your friends are not visionaries if they don't see it. It's too yeah. scary. And then, and then he's like, it's time to be realistic, Rashni. That's what I received. And then um, something like, it's time to be realistic, Rashni, because we come from Sri Lanka and you can't, yeah. And then I'm like, but that is not my dream. That is not what I'm meant to do. Good for what you. It's not what I'm meant to do. You... You have to go in a different path. I have to go in a different path. If I don't do this, it will never satisfy me. Gotcha. And that's true. Because you got to satisfy your own emotional yes. appetite. You know, if, if you need to do something, if you fail in doing it, you fail. But you know what? You tried. You took a step, yeah. you know? I mean, and that's more than anyone could say. Because I'm pretty sure that those very same people that are in your ear, if I was to ask them, Okay, Roshni's doing this. What are you doing? I probably won't get a good answer, would I? Yeah. Right? They would probably be like, I'm going to a job. 
Oh, how nice. You're going to a job. Good for you. Be a slave all your life instead of trying to actually take a chance in life and, and do something worthwhile. Because again, and what you're doing is you're giving back to community. So, you know, this is not a, a selfish task. This is, you know, selfless, if you will. You're doing yeah. this to improve not just your life, but those around you. That, yeah. that, you know, and so that's a great thing. That's a great calling. I'll tell you that. Good stuff on that. So, um, so how do you find the motivation then? When you have people like that in your ear, you know, how do you dig deep to keep moving forward in the mission? So I have four, four ways I have like uh, written it down that kind of maintains my mental brawn. It's called commitment, a challenging lifestyle, control and confidence. And you shouldn't fake that confidence. It should genuinely come from your heart, that confidence to actually go for it because I like challenges. I love challenges. Like for me, I wasn't able to even walk one kilometer when I was a kid, but now I can walk 21 kilometers. Like it's no big deal. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yep. Exactly. I, I, See, the growth. Yeah. So is this how you find your happiness then? And just not listening and just, you know, not, not, not that you're not listening, but rather just moving. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. But the thing is that I take what's necessary. I don't take in the flaws because I actually know what I want in life. And I, there's a reason why I am awake and they're not. Oh, great way to put that. Yo. Very great way to put that. It definitely is about being awake. Now, you have mentioned another thing, too, because you were saying that you know, on top of what you're doing here, you also want to talk about some ethical issues in the medical sector because apparently in the time that you were in it, you saw some things that Juju was like, no. Yes. Can, can uh, you elaborate a little bit on, on those things? So, like, I had an anatomy teacher and he was a surgeon. And the thing is that he, there were certain things like um, doctor to patient confidentiality, right? Of course. Yes. Yeah. But he just showed us pictures and stuff like that of his patients. So he was, oh man, that, that, that's already breaking like massive HIPAA stuff right there. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. That's yes. not cool. And that's not cool. And that's, that's something I disagreed on. Very and good. the uh, other thing is that if he decides to be a surgeon and teach, he should really finish the syllabus. He just did eight topics from a syllabus of 52 for one semester. <laughs> and he's a surgeon? Yeah. Get out. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I, yeah, I don't Definitely finish, finish, finish. Yeah. Wow. I That's allowed? He, yeah. He, I don't think he, does, he doesn't care for the students as much. Like, he's a really bad <laughs> teacher. And, see, and that's a problem. It's those bad, you know, it's those bad teachers that give the good ones a bad name, right? Because there are yeah. so many that genuinely care, but then you have those people. Yes. And then uh, you're supposed to actually give, uh, you're supposed to organize your lessons. And uh, for me, if I was a, like a tutor, I would organize my lessons and I would never give uh, the, uh, like a med student to, actually see the dead body or cadaver one day before the exam. What? We did that. We did that. 
we memorized everything one day before the exam by taking pictures and videos and uploading it on social media oh my god oh crap really that's crazy and the fact yeah. is you were there with a dead body i'd freak out bro i can't that's not my thing <laughs> <laughs> i know like you're much more brave than i young lady because <laughs> i cannot Were you just observing the body, or, or you're like dissecting and doing stuff like that? Uh, dissecting. Oh my god! You're much more bold than I. I can't be a butcher. You know what I mean? I I like meat, but I won't cut. I'm not gonna be messing with meat. <laughs> but you need to dissect to actually find the little parts and label, uh, find every nerve and uh, muscle and. Uh, uh, so I want to and... talk about that then. You know, what what was the most weirdest thing that you've done then in medical school? The one that you know something that was weird or freaked you out. You were like, oh my god, I didn't anticipate that. <laughs> it's it's like um yeah, it's like how we are going to study for the anatomy exam. Because if he's going to show us the cadaver one day before the exam, so I think the scariest thing is we tried to stay back in university for so late until somebody uh, actually closes off. Oh my doors. God! You stood there with the dead bodies till late at night. Hell no! no. We, tried to. we tried to. Oh hell no! Oh no! I'm But not going to hang out with you. You're crazy. <laughs> You're scary. <laughs> But we didn't do it. Like we didn't do it. We we were too scared that we will get locked yeah. in and yeah. go. But you still were thinking about it, so you're too dangerous. Because yes. I'll be one of those morons. Okay, whatever you say, Roshni. I better not regret it. <laughs> I was young and uh, those days, and I was trying to figure out a way of how to pass the exam. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, that's yeah. So all right. So that leads me into your next question. Because now you've seen this the day before the day of an exam. I know my mind would have been freaking. You know, how do you bring your mind to a state of stability? Then, you know, when situations like that arise, or even just in a general, general the things you've been doing. Yeah. So what we do is like we have, um, we have to stay awake the entire night. You know. <laughs> oh no. It's it's really bad. It's really bad for my health and everything. This is why I wanted to change as well. And um, and another thing is that. Uh, doctors kind of like especially med students they uh, lose their autonomy so they lose their autonomy when they become doctors as well and they think that everything the medical sector does is right yeah which is wrong and then what they do is like they become too scared to share anything that is wrong and then uh, it's like if somebody if a doctor Kind of releases a vaccine, for example, and it goes, it goes against all the theory they learn. They will just simply allow it. Really? Yeah. No. And crazy. yeah, and it depends on the type of doctor because uh, normally when they finish, like the when the people finish their degrees, they stop learning more from other textbooks, and that's something that's wrong. And then there is also something else that is uh, wrong: is that um, they quickly give you a quick fix without measuring and asking you full questions. You have to interrogate the. I don't care. You have to interrogate interrogate the patient. Yes. You have to interrogate and then um, like measure the risk and be- uh, benefits, and then give the drug. 
Uh, yeah, I agree because as a kid, I remember, and I didn't take the pills, but my mom took me to the doctor. We walk into the office. He looks at me. Oh, you're depressed. He pulls out his prescription book. Here, get these prescriptions, and here's he, and here, here's the sample pack to get you started. I used it to my mom. I'm not taking this. I mean, what is this? I mean, everybody's in that. Uh, what worries me is when they go into a doctor's office now. But I remember that incident. If I see too many medical signage of, of, of pills, I don't want to see that doctor anymore because I feel like they're bought. They're bought by the medical company. Understand? Yeah. Is yeah. that something that can you agree with that, or or or, or am I onto something? Am I, you know, am you are, I correct to feel uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah, you are correct. You are correct to question everything because uh, when I question everything, uh, everybody shuts up. That's it. <laughs> and I don't get to hear I don't get to hear proper answers after that. Because you already know the answer. They just don't want to yeah. tell you. Yeah. I like that. I like you. You're bold. I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. So with the tower education system, right? And if we go to the website, like what's gonna happen? I mean, how can we get involved if we want to get involved in this amazing program you you developed? So if you want, um if you want, you can it's starting with my coaching packages. And then after that, like, um, I want to actually develop it more because I'm shifting, I'm shifting my papers, actually, because I was, a, I was a student and I have to shift it to be an entrepreneur and I'm undergoing that process. And when I'm able to, like, uh, when, I, when I get the confirmation of I get to be an entrepreneur and sell, uh, sell a business in this country, sell all uh, products, I can then open an LLC here. So yeah, when I open an LLC, I can hire people. And then I want to teach teach people like faster. So I think that's the, that's the main thing is like, you need to learn this, like this many pages sooner. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's so many methods, though, that definitely could, people could take things on. I mean, we live in a society where everything's fast and furious, if you will, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you got to be able to absorb it. So, yeah. so you, you teach the students techniques to be able to absorb this knowledge quicker? No, the thing is that, like, I was planning it is for somebody to come and explain, because you're not going to remember everything in the book, right? You had to just know, have a basic good foundation, and then you do your own research. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got That's you. the concept I was thinking about. Because the thing is that once, if you don't have a good foundation of uh, everything you learn, you don't understand the subject that well. And when you don't understand the subject that well, you feel lethargic to actually read any other books from that subject you already so, feel defeated in a sense if yes, we don't understand yeah. you're already starting off bad if you yeah. feel defeated yeah exactly so i i think uh, in this kind of environment i was the only kind of student taking health books and business books at the same time because <laughs> everybody just take business books what about the health yes you're right absolutely because even what we do you know i know you're also a podcaster i mean yes. and you know, how do you space, you know, those interviews out and maintain that break? Because, you know, again, now you're podcasting, but you're also doing your personal studying and yes. all that. So how do you manage your time and not make yourself crazy and keep that mental health? The thing is that, like, I have 
I have organized a timetable for me. So I put everything in a calendar and I try to like organize myself. I, I take time for meditation. I take time to actually go around, go for runs, go to nature and kind of like release myself, like release all the stress, the uh, pressure, everything. And I've come to a state of balance, you know, so I know how to like balance it. Very good. Very good. Are you going to be teaching that too? <laughs> yeah. Excellent. There you see, folks, so time management for all types of creators is definitely necessary. And I like that. You, you said straight up, I live off a calendar. That's something I started saying this year for the first time in my life. I never told people, let me check my calendar. I only started saying that because I started using it more. And it just definitely, it does. You know, when you got to do something, and that's that, you know, and commit. You have to commit to the calendar, though. Yes, you have to. And a lot of people just look at me and because I'm like 26 going on 27 next month. Hey. And they're like, yeah, so they're like looking at me and they're, they're thinking that, oh, my God, this is a young girl. You don't know whether she's doing everything right. And I was like, I am. Does yep. it have to be? Like, have faith. Who cares? You're a young girl. You know, you're doing it. You're taking steps. And like I, oh, like I just said earlier, my first question to anyone that questions me is, what are you doing? You better be doing way better than, than I am or doing way bigger than I am before you start directing me or trying to tell me what to do. I will always listen to people because there's always going to be some nuggets, you know? Yes. But at the end of the day, if, if they're not doing, you know what I mean? Why are you at me like this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me be. Let me do what I do. You know, this is why we're both entrepreneurial hardheads. I love it. <laughs> yeah. The thing is that, yeah, I think I have this merge because my mom did like health science and she was a good writer as well. Oh, and yeah, and uh, my dad is an entrepreneur and he can sell stuff and he is good at history, geography. Right. So I'm like, I'm like both of them somehow. So when are we going to get the Hiwawa Song family podcast? You know what I mean? Talking about the awesomeness of what you guys do. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know, like, even my dad and me had the same problem. Like, we didn't get accepted to jobs. Yeah. Like, we just wanted to... Because they felt to... threatened. They felt threatened. You know? Yeah. They, they know good energy that they could... Um, how is it control? And they know there's energy that they can't control. Yes. That's just too powerful. So that was it. You and your papa were just yeah. too powerful for them. Yeah. And uh, I went to a magazine company. They asked me to write my own book. Oh, nice. Nice. Author. Then, hey. <laughs> I, I wrote my own book. It's called Unveiling the Truth Behind Catherine's Destiny. It's available on Barnes and & Nobles and Amazon. Oh, wow. How did you feel when you got to see your name on a book for the first time that's being sold to the public? How did you feel? I, I feel like really awesome because I because before I, I couldn't write a book and now I like now I did it. It's like I never thought like I could write a book and it's like almost 300 pages. And it's oh, like, wow. So did you self-educate yourself in that journey yeah. on how to do a yeah. book? Yes. Yeah, this lady don't stop. You see this, folks? This is that that's initiative. That's motivation. That's how you progress. Yo, I, I'm digging the energy because here I didn't know how I looked up. That's it, and got it done. That's 
I love it. That's that's the true spirit for me of an entrepreneur, a real entrepreneur. Just somebody that doesn't say, I don't know. It's someone that says, give me a minute, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um, like I'm, I'm that kind of person because even from a young age, what I do is what I, whatever I learn in school, I try to put it and use it in this world. Like how can I use it now? Yeah. Like I used to do, I used to do an IT classes and I was kind of uh, trying to produce my own songs because I did piano when I was. Oh, you did? Well. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And nice. it was examinations because my mom said examinations are better than just learning pieces. And uh, I thought that learning pieces was better than examinations. <laughs> She's funny. I love it. <laughs> You've been awesome. You have great energy. You you are out here to help people, which is fantastic. And you actually gave me luck here, apparently. I, I've made some sales, which is great. And so um, this is what's popping. This is why I want folks. She can't see it because unfortunately she's on a stream now. I'm zooming it, folks. Yeah, this is a marriage of uh, I'm gonna call this Zoom Zoom Yard today. (laughs) But folks, check it out. I need you to visit her website, taoac dot net. All right, it's right there. Visit the website and start learning about this amazing young lady. That is a hell of an entrepreneur and it will definitely keep you motivated and on task. Now, follow her on social. This is an Instagram, Tower Education System. Okay. You could do it on TikTok too, Tower Academy 101, and on YouTube at Tower Academy. Now, I got to ask before we go, Vashni, Al yes. Mega is not TikToking yet. So, how are you TikToking with the Tower Academy 101? I just started it actually. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah. Are we gonna get some tower dances or what? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, like because you know what? I like to test myself. Like the first time I came to, uh, like I did business. Like I was trying to sell, you know, coconut oil online, and okay. yeah, it's I was trying to apply all the principles I've learned in this class to uh, to online. And I noticed that it was different from the real world and you had to like filter yourself into. Oh, yeah. And started like building my own face, like funnels, but it was out of like my own knowledge. It's like basic, basic. So, (laughs) yeah. And uh, within two months, I actually sold more than 600 uh, coconut oils. You are a hustler, yo. Hustler mentality. Jay-Z would be very proud, right? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I love it. You hear this? So this is the last thing here then. What motivational words do you want to leave our listeners with today? It's like, never keep going, never give up. Fear is on the other side. And um, if you really want to reach your dreams, you won't... Um, Make any excuses up for it. Well, truth. Ain't that the truth? Either go hard or go home, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Roshan. You've been an amazing guest. Thank you for sharing your journey and your stories. I'm very happy to see that you did not follow the norm. You, you, you know, broke out of the box, if you will. You shattered those boundaries and you're out there kicking ass. So as a fellow entrepreneur, Roshan, let me say thank you. Just thank you for putting yourself out there, being brave and bold and amazing. 
believe you me, I know a lot of people are going to appreciate this down the line because if you see yourself doing greatness, you know, you've already spoken that onto the world. So it shall be. You are awesome. Thank you for hanging out with me. I really appreciate it. And folks, you know what to do. My author tells you everything to do. And again, I'm going to show you one last time because I have to because she was awesome. Check out her website, you know, taoac.net. And please follow her on social media. Send them, tell Mega sent you, all right? Because she's amazing. And with that, like I said, the author tells you what to do. I'm Al Mega. Thank you for tuning in. Hasta la próxima, my gente. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 